welcome to another episode of sorry guys i guess that i guess the song wasn't done that's all right uh welcome to another episode of censored news uh i'm your host trey we got joe fixing to come on with some rapid news uh if you've listened to us before you know how we start every episode every episode the vision of censored news is to educate equip and mobilize we the people very important here at censored news very important um so we're gonna send it over to joe joe has been sifting through news after news after news to find the most censored information the stuff the mainstream media doesn't want you to know the stuff they try and hide the stuff they try and censor the stuff they hope if they push under the rug you'll forget about so uh with rapid news take it away joe Hey, thank you very much. Good evening, everyone. Starting off, we're going to hit with China. Secret China donations are found to a second university. They have been receiving more than 6.7 million in anonymous donations from China, including direct funding from the Chinese government. After Joe Biden set up a program there in his name, the revelation comes following a reporting that anonymous China leaked funds flowing to the University of Pennsylvania almost tripled. After the inauguration of the Penn Biden Center, which illegally housed classified documents. Inflation. If your pocket is being affected by inflation, these are the numbers. The price of food over the past 12 months have gone up 10.1%. To name a few, eggs have gone up 70.1% compared to a year ago. Dairy is up 14% compared to a year ago. Cereal is up 15.6% to a year ago. Cookies are up 16.3% as of a year ago. Poultry is up 8.1%. Frozen fruits and veggies are up 12.8%. Coffee is up 12.6%. Margarine is up 44.7%. Condiments are up 11.5%. Sauces are up 14.3%. Infants and toddler apparel are up 5.1%. Housekeeping supplies are up 11%. Miscellaneous personal goods are up 10.3%. Motor vehicle repairs have jumped to 23.1% in the last year. Delivery services have gone up 14.3%. Photography and photo processing is up 7.7%. And postage and delivery services are up 6.8%. As we come into tax season, your tax preparations have gone up 6.2%. And utilities and public transportation has gone up 9.7% in the last year. If you've been reading the mainstream news, the Ohio train derailment, and they are censoring this, is carrying toxic chemicals from the Ohio-Pennsylvania line last week, spewed more harmful pollutants into the air, surface soils, and water table than originally reported. About 50 cars on a North Norfolk Southern Railroad train derailed on February 3rd while traveling from Illinois to Pennsylvania through a small town of East Palestine, Ohio. Republican Senator J.D. Vance 
horrified by the train derailment resulting in the release of all these toxic chemicals and residents evacuating is assuring that his office is working with local agencies and investigating all concerns related to the accident. Meanwhile, Pete Buttigieg, the transportation secretary, secretary has not been concerned about the accident and is instead telling the construction workers that they have too many white workers and not enough of the local people of color working within their companies. The Republican House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic Chairman, Representative Brad Winstrup and House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer announced an investigation into the origins of the coronavirus on Monday and have informed Dr. Anthony Fauci they will be contacting him to schedule a transcribed interview. Nikki Haley has put her hat in the ring for a 2024 presidential run. Meanwhile, former President Donald Trump is leading her in a head-to-head Republican primary matchup by over double digits. J.K. Rowling, the author of Harry Potter, has fought back against a transgender activist who publicly smeared her as a Nazi, threatening to take legal action against the individual, and as a result, the activist deleted the tweet and has issued an apology. Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook are delaying setting team budgets as it plans for yet another round of job cuts. According to reports, Mark Zuckerberg seems to be taking this year of efficiency claims quite seriously. Kamala Harris has lost much confidence with many Democrats as they are seeing her presence on a 2024 presidential ticket as a liability, with some admitting they have lost hope in her according to a New York Times report. On that, a poll released Wednesday has come out showing that a one-term of President Biden is quite enough for a majority of Democrats, who are keen for someone, anyone, to step forward and foil his stated ambition for re-election in 2024. The FBI are in hot water, according to the report from Just the News. After an intel memo from the Richmond field office, They strongly suggested that practicing Roman Catholics should be viewed as extremist threats drawing the air of millions of Americans who profess the Judeo-Christian faith. That is it for this evening. That wraps up Rapid News. Coming up right after this break, Trey will be hitting several topics on what is being censored from the people. Right back. Hey, welcome back. Thanks, Joe, for rapid news. Awesome. A lot of stuff we went through. So we have some breaking news here. The Biden regime has agreed to send $100 billion to aid in the cleanup of Palestine, Ohio. Just kidding. Do you actually think (laughs) he would send that much money to U.S. citizens? Absolutely not. Um, But he has says he will send billions more. 
uh, to Ukraine. Uh, but we're just going to hit a few things here real quick uh, before we move on. Uh, we're going to hit the train. So what was it, Friday, Saturday, you had the Ohio train derail, explode, and burn, and burn, and burn for hours on end. The mainstream media refused to cover it. Actually, if you were on the ground and you were a reporter, they were actually arresting report reporters down there, trying to report on it, trying to take pictures. Um, so then you have that burning. You have the hazardous chemicals being put in the air. And it's actually uh, what was on there was vinyl chloride. What vinyl chloride does is it was exploding. It goes up. And actually, when it goes up in the air and it bonds with water, it creates acid rain. So now we have a situation over in Ohio where not just the train derailed, not just that there's hazardous, toxic uh, chemicals and materials being spewed in the air, but now you have a situation where acid rain is very is a very real possibility, right? And you had Pete Buttplug get up. Buttigieg and get up and he said, oh, everything's fine. I'm concerned, but everything's fine. Okay, if everything's fine, how about you round up your husband, round up your family, and how about y'all go down there? Get on the ground, do some photo ops there, right? This is the one time we want you to do photo ops. Go down, go down there. If everything's okay, go down. He's not going to go down there. They, they're barely even acknowledging it. Why? Because there's something going on, right? So they don't want to go down there. They don't even want to acknowledge it. They're saying everything's fine. The governor is trying to declare an emergency, saying that everything's not fine. He's trying to blow the whistle. Nobody's listening. Uh, now you have animals. What is it, like a five-mile radius? Animals are just popping up dead. I just read a thing. 3,500 fish have died so far, roughly, since Saturday. Okay, so fish are dying. Animals are dying. And then you actually look at the river. The river in Ohio right where uh right where that happened right where all that toxic stuff is getting into the water that river actually flows down south and goes all the way that is one of the main rivers that goes all the way down through state after state after state all the way down through texas so now we have a situation where we have this toxic vinyl chloride and whatever else is on there flowing down through state after state animals are dying Right. I mean, now we got Flint, Flint, Washington, uh, Flint, Michigan over again with the water. It, this is becoming a disaster. Then the next day, South Carolina, another train derailed. Right. Another train derailed. Nobody says anything about it. The next day, Monday. Down in Houston, another train, a third train derailed with hazardous material on it. And that was burning as of. Last night, I think they it's finally stopped. But so we got three train derailments within three days, all with hazardous material on it, right? Chemicals. So something's going on there. We don't know what's going on, but we're going to get to the bottom of it. They're censoring this, and uh, we're going to keep you in the loop on this uh, for the next couple of episodes. We'll make sure we bring updates because this is serious. Something's going on, and they're covering it up. Biden doesn't want to acknowledge it. Uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre does not want to acknowledge it, right? They don't want to talk about it. Pete doesn't want to deal with it, right? There's something going on. They're saying, look at this, UFOs, look at this, look at that, right? They're pointing us in a different direction. It's classic misdirection, right? They don't want us to look at that. What else don't they want us to look at? I mean, there's a host of things they don't want us to look at. 
But I mean, it's it, uh, absolutely crazy. You're right. And it's affecting the farmlands. All that this is going to affect the farmlands. It's going to affect the river. I mean, look at this in Ohio, that train company. That was the that was the same train company that wouldn't let their employees protest or their employees tried to protest, right? And the company said, "Oh, you can't protest. You're going to be fired. Blah blah blah. Hire you don't need higher pay. Blah blah." But that's not what they're protesting. They're protesting because they they needed safer work conditions. They complained that the trains weren't safe. They complained that the way they were they they were handling these chemicals were not safe. Now look what's happening, right? There's a big covering going cover up going on right before our eyes. Like I said, we're gonna keep you uh, updated on that. Um, they're distracting us from that. They're also gonna they're distracting us on chicken feed. If you've been on Facebook, uh, if you're on TikTok, get off TikTok. Get off TikTok. But if you're on TikTok, you've probably seen it. Instagram, the chicken feed fiasco, right? Certain brand of chicken feed. I think it was. Tyson or Pfizer, uh, one of the two chicken feeds, uh, people using the chickens. And then all of a sudden over the last couple months, all their chickens stopped producing eggs. And I've watched video after video after video. And every single chicken farmer says it's the feed. As soon as we change the feed, we get our eggs back, right? They, they start producing again. So we got something going on with the chicken feed, right? And guess who is one of the biggest producers of chicken feed? Bill Gates, just like he's the biggest holder of land, farmland in the United States. I mean, China's catching up to him, but so you got Bill Gates' hand in this. Of course you do, always. So we'll keep you updated on that. I mean, there's just, I talk about this every week. It is a systematic takedown of our country. Systematic takedown. These people are systematically destroying our country. It's not just Biden. There is a team, a group of people. Ah, Trey, people don't hide out in the basement and have little team meetings. Actually, yeah, they do. Actually, yeah, they do. And I'll give you an example. I always refer back to movies because I personally, I believe Hollywood, these elites, these people, the deep state, they are so dang cocky with what they do they put it in everything they put it right in front of your face and 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 they know you won't even you won't even think twice about it that's why they use hollywood they use hollywood to put it right in your face so then whenever you start to catch on about stuff it's easy to be like oh you watch too much tv you watch too much movies right but I, that's why I use the whole, I mean, look at, uh, <laughs> I use Marvel a lot. Marvel seems like they're a big uh, proponent of subliminal messaging, right? Captain America 2, right? Uh, the Winter Soldier, the whole, the whole movie is about the deep state. The whole movie is about how the gov their government got infiltrated by the deep state, right? And Captain America had to take it down, right? So anyways, but the movie I'm talking about, I'm talking about James Bond, Spectre, the fourth one came out in 2015 where he is actually infiltrating and taking down a group of people that meet that control the governments, right? They control the governments. You have all these government officials, these, these elites, they meet up and they control the government. So people are like, oh, that doesn't actually happen in real life. Well, actually it does happen in real life. Now, is it as dramatic as that? Who knows? Maybe not. 
do they meet up in a basement? I don't know. Maybe not. We know they used to meet up at Epstein Island, right? Nobody talks about that. They used to meet up at Epstein Island, right? So I wonder where their new meetup place is. Um, but I, I said, well, let's say this. I say it every week. They are systematically destroying our country. This has been the plan. For decades, this has been the plan. Reagan stepped up. They warned them with a bullet, right? Remember, they shot him. JFK stepped up. They put a bullet straight through his head, right? So this has been the plan. The plan in 2016 was Hillary Clinton. She was next on the throne, right? She was going to be able to usher us into the new world order. She was going to usher us into the, the one government system right? She was the one who was going to usher that in. Obama set the stage. Bush got us in the door, right? The Patriot Act, right? And then you go look at Obama, the Iran deal, the nuclear deal, how he, how he, uh, how he gave farmlands to China, how he gave strategic areas to China, how he allowed foreign governments to come in. Remember, he signed the, uh, he, he signed the executive order protecting uh, reporters, right? Um, in propaganda, he signed the propaganda order. Go look up that, the propaganda order. He made propaganda legal in America. He signed that executive order that made propaganda legal, right? So it's systematic takedown of our country. They want to destroy our country. And look, it's happening right before our eyes. Chicken feed, right? Remember the whole national egg shortage. Remember... 100,000 chickens died a couple months ago, and we had an egg shortage. Tack that on top of with the egg, the chicken feed. Now you look at these three trains, right? And they all just happen to be carrying hazardous materials, all just happening, leaking into, into, uh, into rivers, right? Killing animals, affecting farmland, right? And then you look at China buying up all the land around military bases. Then you look at Bill, Bill Gates buying up all the farmland around and then he's globe trotting saying about how we, how he how we're going to go to a meatless society right and guess what guess who the one person who's that can that can push us into a meatless society bill gates why because bill gates owns the farmlands bill gates owns all these cow uh cattle farms bill gates owns a massive amount of our food production and nobody even nobody even understands right but they don't want you to know about that. It's all distraction, UFOs, distraction, distraction. What else are they distracting us from? They're distracting us from the fact that Biden admitted to blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline, right? Remember, he said he had nothing to do with it. But a couple of weeks before, he said one way or another, we're going to get it stopped. But yet his first week in office, he's the one who signed the executive order that gave Russia the green light to go on with the Nord Stream pipeline. Remember, Trump's the one who shut it down. Trump's the one who blocked Russia from building the pipeline. Trump's the one who warned us that Russia was, was that the world would be would soon be dependent on Russia for oil if we didn't do something. And they laughed at him. Remember, he went to NATO. He went to the UN. He said that, and they all laughed at him. All the world leaders laughed at him. But he was right. And so, again, systematic destruction. Biden is pushing us towards World War III. Look what he did with our military. He depleted our military. He added the jab 
mandate, which got rid of a big, hefty chunk of our military, right? He gave away $80 billion in Afghanistan worth of ammo, weapons. Who knows how many secrets were over there, right? He gave away the embassy. He gave away our military. He gave away helicopters, right? Systematically destroying our country. Our borders are wide open. Our borders are wide open. Millions of people coming in, right? Thousands a day, right? He's not even acknowledging it, right? Absolutely crazy. Fentanyl, enough fentanyl is coming into our country to kill every single man, woman, and child in this country. There is enough fentanyl to kill every single person in this country. FYI, in case you didn't know, all. All big cover-up, right? So I'm going to move in. We're, I'm, I'm almost done with this, and then we'll move on. Me and Joe, we're going to get into some stuff. Uh, but I got two things I want to hit real quick. Nikki Haley, ultra-neocon, announces she's running for president. And with a unison roar, we all laugh. <laughs> you're going to get 1%, Nick, and you're going to be done. She's going to be done after the first primary. She's going to get 1% in the first primary and be done. This is all. This is all just a ruse. This is all just a ruse. You're going to see this. They did this in 2016. They're going to pile as many people as they can in the primaries to take as much of the vote away from Trump as they can. They Nikki doesn't care that she's only going to get 1%. Jeb Bush didn't care that he only got 1%, right? These rhinos, they don't care. Mike Pompeo doesn't care that he's going to get 1%. Mike Pence doesn't care that he's going to get 1%. It doesn't matter. But they need enough people to get 1% or 2% to chip away at Trump, right? Because if they can chip just enough, then maybe they can slide into DeSantis, right? Which is not going to happen. Not going to happen. People are smarter than that. People know DeSantis steps up to run for president. He's showing, where, he's showing his cards. He's a rhino, right? We know that. He, he runs for president. We know it for a fact that he's a rhino because you're not going to do that. You're not going to do that to Trump. You're not going to do that to the guy who got you in office. You're not going to get do that to the guy that pulled you over. You're not going to do that to the guy that set you straight and helped you fix your elections, right, down in Florida. That's why you had a landslide. You're not going to do that to the guy. You turn around and do that to the guy, we know where you're at. We know your backers. We know your donors. You're a rhino. Deep states back in him, right? But this is all, it's a solid ruse. Nikki Haley, so again, she's running for president. And with an astounding roar, a unison of a roar, we all laugh. Ha, you're stupid. <laughs> you're going to get nowhere. But you know what? They know they're going to get nowhere. That's the whole point. Last thing I want to hit, and this makes me love Trump even more. Trump is reportedly, reportedly talking about the minute he gets back in office, bringing back the firing squad executions and airing them on TV for people to see. He says, why don't we, reportedly, this is what he's talking about. He, he's saying, why don't we do this for violent criminals that cross our border, terrorists, drug dealers, and not just not, we're not talking about you, you do a little weed at the side and make 50 bucks. No, we're talking about fentanyl, hard drugs that kill millions of people, right? There's a whole black market where they were, if you didn't know, America is like drug central of the world, drug hub. We have more people die from drug overdoses than almost any other place in the world, right? So he's talking about getting these serial, serial killers that pump out fentanyl, all these hard drugs, by getting a fire squad, child molesters, and hopefully the deep state. 
is in on that. And then putting it on TV, airing it for everybody to see, which would be great because that sends a message and that sends a warning. You mess with our kids. You mess with our families, right? You bring drugs into this country. You try and kill us. This is what you get, right? We're not going to take it anymore. We're taking back our country. We want a safe and secure country from foreign invaders and from domestic terrorists, right? And frankly, if you're dealing fentanyl, if you're if you're trafficking drugs into the country, you are a domestic terrorist in my book because you are killing Americans. You are killing people. You are killing people who are vulnerable, people who don't they don't even stand a chance against these drugs you're bringing in. You're absolutely you're you are a murderer. So I'm all for it. That makes me love Trump even more. I, I ain't afraid to say it. I'm proud. Bring them back. Bring back firing squads. Air it on TV. Send a message to the rest of the world. You come through our border. You come trying to do harm. You're a terrorist. Whether you're from the Middle East, whether you're from China, whether you're from Russia, whether you're from Mexico, no matter where you're from, you come to this country and you try to destroy what we built, it's over. You're done. There's no second chances, right? That's what I like. I want to see Trump come out and say that even more fiercely, right? So, and I think we will. I think we will. So we're going to go to a quick break here. When we come back, me and Joe are going to get into a topic that I think people are going to like. Uh, 10 things Trump can do to ensure he wins. We might even talk about the trains a little bit. We might talk about a few other things. Uh, but when we come back, Joe's going Joe's gonna to be here. Welcome back, everyone. No, that was really good and hitting all those things. And I think ultimately, Trey, what it comes down to is they're throwing out all this stuff as distractions, like from the Nord Stream pipeline. Yep. From uh, we're about a year and a half past now, but from the Afghanistan pullout, mm-hmm. and then the big one that I've been thinking about is. So the balloon, the Chinese spy balloon that was allowed yep. to float all the way across, mm-hmm. they shoot it down. Mm-hmm. And then when they recovered it, what they found out what it was, was it was a, re, oh, how'd they say? It was a reporting, uh, it was like a recording call interceptor for gathering calls from our nuclear plants. Yeah. So that's that's the information that they want. Now, that's just what they're saying. So mind you. There's there's tons more information with that. Yeah. But then that's why they have, have all the other unidentified objects. Who knows yes. if there's anything even up there that they're shooting down because they keep saying they can't find it. So maybe they're just trying to pump as much balloons as they can and saying, oh, look, no, this is uh, this is common. Either that or we're already being we're in a war and we have no idea. Yeah, we're either in a war and we don't know it. And and China's taunting us because. Following that balloon, they've said they've shot down three other unidentified objects, mm-hmm. one outside of Alaska, one over Canada, and one over Lake Huron over in uh, Michigan. Yep. And But they haven't been able to recover these pieces yet, or they don't have information on them. And they're just labeling them as objects, as, um, yep. as they, they won't don't say know. what they are. Yeah. Or they so, apparently don't know what they are. Yeah, which they totally could be hiding things. And uh, just like you said, they don't want us to actually know what's going on. The other thing here, and 
it's important for the house members is when they try to distract you with something like this, you have to be on your guard that they don't try to push a bill through at 2 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. While we're looking at all these objects and all these other things. They're trying to cram another another infrastructure or whatever thing uh, through. Well, uh, if they do, we'll know, at least from Matt Gates, MTG, Rand, Paul, uh, the whole 20 over there. Well, no. So hopefully, hopefully we're good on that end. Hopefully, Kevin McCarthy stays to his word. So far, he has. So, yeah, he's been he's been totally really good. Right, that. this is the time for them. They start throwing out so much crap out there. Have you look in ten different ways? One to distract you. Two to make sure that you forget the thing that they messed up last week. The thing that they messed up a couple of weeks ago. And three to really start doing stuff in the background. So what are they doing? It makes me yeah. think. What are they actually doing? What's going yep. on, you know? What's going on in DC? Yeah, exactly. No, that's good stuff. Here, uh, yeah, so just reading there, a couple of those 10 things, and this for you guys, you know, these are just, these are um, opinions of people, but also just strategies that people are looking at the 2024 run for President Trump and going, hey, you know, 2016 was a bomb. It was great. Uh, going in 2024, it's a little bit different. We know they're rigging elections. We know that they're going to, we know we, this is the deep state saying, hey, we've seen what you've done and we don't like it. And so mm -hmm. we're going to bring 10 times the fire, what we brought in 2016. Yeah. And so these are just going over some of the things. Yeah. This is, uh, Trump, this is from Trump's former aide. This is from Trump's former aide of, hey, we're going to have to hit them different for 2024. Number one is reinvent the issues again. And that's exactly what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Bring back everything that Joe Biden has done from day one in entering office. Because the moment you forget, all of a sudden you'll only think back 10 days and you might go, oh, geez, Joe Biden hasn't been that bad in the last 10 days of January. You know, yeah. like you have to remember what he has done. And and like every election, they always drive the cost down to stuff. Mortgage rates go, interest rates go down. Mm -hmm. Fuel prices go down. You know, you want to get a loan? Hey, here's a loan. We'll give it to you, low interest. Everything goes down in an in, in election. And so he really needs to hit the nail on the head of reinvent all these things. you got to speak yeah. them to the people. Which is what he did in 2016. He brought mm -hmm. up immigration. He brought up the wall. He brought up the economy. He brought up China. He brought it up. Nobody was talking about that stuff because conservatives do not have winning strategies. They don't have a winning message. Republicans, I, I, I shouldn't say conservatives, Republicans. They have no way to come up with a winning strategy. They have no winning message. They have nothing to talk about. Why? Because they are losers. They are rhinos. They don't really want to win, right? They are handed stuff from the deep state. Like, okay, you play along. So he came up. He was the first Republican to actually have a winning message. So he did that in 2016. He needs to do it again. He needs to uh, affirmative action, diversity hiring. He needs to bring up that. He needs to bring up withdrawing from NATO. He needs to bring up, uh, a lot of people are talking about bringing up banning pornography, stuff like that. He needs to bring all mm -hmm. this stuff up, create the issues and create a message that resonates with people, which all that stuff does 
It does. Right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, and that's exactly right. Here, Here's the thing. And overall, this is a, okay, I'm going to give you guys a life hack here. Just because you're not talking about something or just because someone else isn't talking about something doesn't mean that the problem all of a sudden fixed itself. Yeah. Okay. For example, no one is talking about the border wall now. Don't get it in your mind that all of a sudden all the illegals have stopped coming across. Six months ago, we're having, uh, I believe the stat was like 600,000, mm -hmm. 600,000 a month. Or Oh, sorry, my bad. 200,000 a month are coming across the board. Yeah. Okay. That was six months ago. Nothing has changed. January 2023, 200,000 plus came across yeah. the border. Guaranteed. February 2023, 200,000 plus will come across yep. the border. And yep. so these things don't just stop on their own because people aren't talking about them. Right now, we aren't talking about Ukraine. That was last week's issue. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, the war in Ukraine is still happening. Yep. And they're pushing us towards World War Three. Mm -hmm. Bring it up. Bring it up. Talk about World War Three. Talk about what's going on. Um, another thing they said is stop attacking DeSantis on COVID, right? DeSantis, everybody agrees. DeSantis was strong on COVID. There were things that we don't like about it, but in the country, he was the strongest. And Trump's association with letting Fauci and the vaccine, you know, in are kind of hurting them. So what they're saying is Trump needs to needs to move away from that, you know, because in 2016, he was so effective because everything he said rang true, right? So he tries to attack DeSantis on COVID. People are gonna be like, eh, you, but what about warp speed, things like that? So I think he should just distract from that and just move on, you know, don't talk about it, move on from COVID. It's only going to hurt him. It's going to hurt him more than it hurts. Uh, and, and that's honestly DeSantis. a smart move. In, um, in early 2022, Trump did a rally and he was talking about rolling out the vaccines and how fast Operation Warp Speed rolled them out. And I forget now what state it was, but at one of his rallies, the people booed him. Yeah. And, um, and the next rally, it was done. Hey, I'm not talking about the vaccines. Yep. The, the people have spoken and they're saying, hey, you rolled out the vaccine. That was the best thing you thought you could do. But the people aren't impressed with the vaccine. Now, we're not blaming you, but we are blaming the people that made them mandatory. You yeah. know, So he just needs to move on, which he does. He doesn't talk yep. about him. I haven't heard him he talk didn't. about him in months. So yep. maybe on the off comment every now and then he might. But for the most part, he's moved on, which I think is smart. Mm -hmm. Next one, get off the, prom the teleprompter. Uh, one of the best things about Trump is just how spontaneous he was, right? In 2016, you didn't you didn't really know what was going to come out of his mouth. Um, and it seems like the last couple of years he's gotten into the habit of, you know, giving a speech, which his speeches are great. He hits it. They're great. They're more, uh, there's more structure to it, which is great. But he needs to get off. I, I like Trump best when he's off the teleprompter. He can have a speech, but I love it when he goes off a little bit. He does a speech for five minutes, and all of a sudden he's off about five, ten minutes going on. I like it, right? We haven't heard anything like McCain wasn't a war hero in a while, right? I want to hear stuff like that again. I want to hear him calling them out 
right? He's his best when he's speaking from his heart and letting his true genius come out. Uh, right. His first campaign stop in New Hampshire, this, uh, this cycle, Trump didn't use a teleprompter and his speech, it was more engaging, right? He needs to go off the teleprompter more often. And I watched the New Hampshire speech that it was the, actually it was one of his best speeches he's given in a, in a couple months because it was not scripted. Right. I mean, and you know, it's, it, it, you know, his teleprompter, his scripts, you know, it's stuff he still believes in. It's still pretty much his words. Right. But get off the teleprompter a little bit more. We like it. We like, we like not knowing what's about to come out of your mouth, you know? Uh, so in short, if the, if the advisors are telling you to be more presidential, uh, what they mean is rely less on the supernatural political instincts and charisma that made you the most trans formational figure in recent political history. That's what they mean. So we don't want you to be more presidential. We actually mm -hmm. want you to be less presidential. Because he related so well to yes. the common people. Yeah. Because he was so raw and uh, he just said it as it was. Yeah. The one after that is uh, Trump get back on Twitter. And I think this is really uh, something you and I were just talking before we came on of I don't think he would have been uh, eager to come back on Twitter if it was still run by Jack Dorsey. Yep. But now that Elon Musk has taken it over, I think he could be more eager to get back on and use it as a as a sounding board. Now, I think right now one of the reasons why he's not getting back on is just a pure business move with True Social and growing that platform. Because as long as he's on True Social and that's only where you can find him, mm -hmm. the people are going to come. Yep. And that's what he needs. He needs to get the algorithms in um, the Apple App Store. He needs to get it downloaded. He needs to get mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of millions of downloads. And then maybe where it's at a place where it can, hey, it can really sustain itself. People love it for more than Trump. I think a lot of people just love Trump on it right now. And they love the other stuff. Like it's uncensored. It's amazing. Yep. But I think it is a business move what he's doing right now. And uh, for them to say, hey, you got to get back on Twitter. Uh, I think he will be back. He's got 100 million followers. He should. He needs to get back on. Yeah. Yep. And we're not going to hold it against him. He can, he can, he can post on both. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And, and people will follow with what they get most used to too as well. Used to. And yeah. if that's true social of two years, people get used to how he, how he comments on that, then, you know, the people are going to stay lo loyal with true social. Yep. Uh, next one. Let's make this next one the last one, and then we'll pick up the last five uh, next episode. Maybe you guys want a little bit more. Make sure you come back. <laughs> uh, but the next one, uh, rallies in retail. So in 2016, the crowds at Trump rallies consisted mostly – of working class people. Now it's the same traveling band of MAGA activists who follow him to every rally. And that's kind of true. It's not, I mean, you get a, you get a couple of hundred of them are the true MAGA activists, right? Uh, that do follow him. Uh, this creates the illusion Trump is reaching more people than he might actually be. Uh, but I mean, when you got 10,000 people, there's no way 10,000 people are traveling with you, right? There's probably only a couple hundred, but Saying that Trump should focus just on rallies, 
but also focus more on interacting with people who wouldn't otherwise otherwise go and see him. Small events like roundtables with local business owners, unannounced business unannounced vis visits to local shops are perfect. His campaign stop in New Hampshire and South Carolina were great. If you watched those, they were small, they were great, off the teleprompter, round table. It wasn't your normal MAGA crowd, right? It was people that probably wouldn't go. Those were great. And then afterwards, you saw Trump stop at the ice cream shop. That was just a reminder about how good he is with people. Trump stopped in the ice cream shop, talked. He was there quite a long time and just talked with the people, got an ice cream, was able to talk. And people were coming in. They wanted one lady. He let one lady pray for him, right? And he's sitting there praying with these people, right? Um, he's great with people, and he needs to showcase that more by doing that. You know, uh, no Republican can match Trump's star power. He's a better retail politician than any of his opponents. And honestly, it'd be a shame if he didn't use that advantage and, you know, and really showcase that that's what that's what he's good at. He's good at just like Joe said, just like you said, Joe, he is good at reaching the people and relating to people. And he needs to do that more than what he's doing now. Because I can see you get comfortable with rallies. Yeah, you get 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 people show up. So you get comfortable get, getting up, giving your speech, and just kind of getting in that routine. But where he really shines is just like that. Like we said, getting into the ice cream shops, going into these local businesses, getting these roundtables with the people that either normally wouldn't go to see him or can't go see him, right, at a rally. Engaging with them on a more personal level level because that speaks to more people than just giving a speech that's what i think mm -hmm. yep no it's so good hey i just want to say here real quick you guys if you want to get a good little documentary films of current things that are happening it's on true social and i don't know if you can find him elsewhere but go to scotty films and his handle is scotty m-a-r-10 at Scotty Films on True Social. And you can get really uh, good. He makes little snippet videos of just real legit stuff. And he has an amazing video on January 6th and how the whole thing was Antifa. And he has videos of the guys saying, man, I went out and bought a Trump hat for this occasion. And, you know, I'm not very happy, yada, yada. So he just makes some accurate videos for this stuff. Okay, coming up next after this break, like always, we do education and we're carrying on. We're going to hit the Bill of Rights and go over the first 10 amendments. And that'll be coming up right after this break. Hello, welcome back. Uh, sweet. So we have the Bill of Rights. We're going to go into the Bill of Rights. And the Bill of Rights are the first 10 amendments to the United States uh, Constitution. The idea behind the Bill of Rights was to ensure certain freedoms and rights to the citizens of America. It put limits on what the government could do and control. Freedoms protected included, you know, freedom of religion, speech, assembly, right to bear arms etc etc 
many delegates of the states were against signing the Constitution without a Bill of Rights included. It became a major issue in ratifying the Constitution in some states. As a result, James Madison wrote 12 amendments and presented them to the first Congress in 1789. On December 15, 1791, 10 of the amendments were passed and made part of the Constitution. They would later become known as the Bill of Rights, the first 10, just like we said. Uh, the Bill of Rights was based on several previous documents, including the Magna Carta, the Virginia Declaration of Rights, and the English Bill of Rights. All right, so we're going to get into the first 10. That's what we're going to cover today. Next episode, we'll go into the additional amendments. But here's the Bill of Rights. Uh, Joe, hit us off with the First Amendment. Oh, I love this. This is where it all stands and how they, how they want to change these and mm -hmm. all that yada yada. But this is just... This is just raw and pure, and it's so relevant today as it was back in 1791. So the First Amendment states that Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting its free exercise. It also protected our freedom of speech, freedom of the press, freedom of assembly, and the right to petition the government for a redress of grievance. The Second Amendment protects citizens' rights to bear arms. The Third Amendment prevents the government from placing troops in private homes. This was a real problem during the American Revolutionary War. The Fourth Amendment. This amendment prevents the government from unreasonably search and seizure of property of U.S. citizens. It requires the government to have a warrant that was issued by a judge and based on probable cause. Huh, I wonder if the Mar-a-Lago raid fell into that. The Fifth Amendment. The Fifth Amendment is famous for people saying, I plead the Fifth. This gives the people the right to choose not to testify in court if they feel their own testimony will increment themselves. In addition to this amendment, in addition, this amendment protects citizens from being subject to criminal prosecution and punishment without due process. It also prevents people from being tried for the same crime twice. The amendment also establishes the power of eminent domain, which means that private property cannot be seized for public use without compensation. Take on the next one, Stray. Yep, the Sixth Amendment guarantees a speedy trial by jury of one's peers. Also, people accused are to be informed of the crimes with which they are charged and have the right to confront the witnesses brought by the government. The amendment also provides the accused the right to compel testimony from witnesses and to legal representation, meaning the government has to provide a lawyer. The Seventh Amendment provides that civil cases also be tried by jury. The Eighth Amendment prohibits excessive bail, excessive fines, and cruel and unusual punishments. The Ninth Amendment states that the list of rights described in the Constitution are not exhaustive and that the people still have all the rights that are not listed. The Tenth Amendment gives all powers not specifically given to the United States government in the Constitution either to the states or to the people. So those are the Bill of Rights. Uh, well, that's a gist of the Bill of Rights. Uh, I encourage you go and read the actual wording of them. That was just the explanation of them. Go and read the actual wording of them. It is important to know your rights. It is important to know what is constitutionally protected, right? 
they cops can't just come and do stuff. The federal government can't just come in and do stuff. And you know what? They're going to do whatever they can get away with, right? Look at Joe Biden. Look what they're doing. He's going to do literally whatever he can get away with. Most of what him and his administration do are unconstitutional. The 2020 election was unconstitutional. And we'll get into that. We'll educate about that here in the next few weeks. But it was unconstitutional. And the reason they got away with it is because people don't know. Either they don't know or they're not well-versed in it to stand up and fight it, right? You don't know what you don't know. And so you need to get in here, learn your Bill of Rights, learn the Constitution, every amendment. And we're going to get into the next ones, the rest of them in the next episode. This was just the Bill of Rights. But study them. Know them by heart, right? That's how you save America. You can't, ignorance is not going to save America, right? Not going to save your family. It's not going to save your children from the woke left. It's not going to save your home, your land. It, that it, Ignorance is not going to do that. Educate yourself, right? I really like what the Bible says. The Bible says in all your understanding or in all your getting, get understanding, Right? What does that say? That says get understanding. And everything that you do, whatever you're doing, make sure that you get understanding. Make sure you get wisdom. Make sure you know what you're talking about. You know that you know that you know what you're doing, what you're saying, the reason behind it, right? So in all you're getting, get understanding. I really like that. And I use that actually quite a bit. I think I annoy people with how often I say that sometimes. But in all you're getting, get understanding. So it pays. That's why... Ask Joe. I, I'm not allowed to call him at work too much anymore because we get on and then I just talk and I talk and talk. Why? Because <laughs> all I do is I read. I read all day long, every day, right? Because I want to know things. I want to get understanding. I want to I be able to look at a situation and know what's really going on and, and have the capacity to understand, okay, this is what I see. This is what that actually means. And this is why this is blah, blah, blah. But you know what I mean. So in all you're getting, get understanding. Read up, study up. We might send out a test. We might not. You don't know. Censored News might have might have tests. We might have to quiz you before you can listen to the next episode. You don't know. So just make sure you're on top of it. Um, but that was it. That was Censored News. Joe's been Joe. I've been Trey. Um, thank you guys for joining. Share this podcast. Share it with your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister. Share it with your drive through Chick-fil-A worker. And Joe's about to say goodbye. Yeah, thanks everyone. And as it is um, Valentine's Day, February fourteenth, I do want to wish you a all of you a happy Valentine's Day, and especially to Dr. Fauci, because no one stops our hearts quite like you. <laughs> we wrap up that episode with a little funny. Until next time, remember that all episodes are released Tuesday and Thursday at ten p.m. We'll see you all later.